We are on Daf Mem Chesam and Aleph, the second line from the top, the, the fourth word from the beginning of the line. Today we have a lot of work on rabbinic uh, decrees. We're going to have and other things. Rabbi Barbizera Ikloi Lebei Reish Galuza. These two rabbis, Rabbi and Rabzera, came to the house of the base Galuza Chazula, who Abda, they saw a certain serving person, the Anach Kuza de Maya Apuma de Kumkuma. He put a, a flask of water. Uh, into the mouth of a hot water kettle. Now the point is, the, the thing is that what it, it was. He, the point was obviously he wanted this. It wasn't gonna. The papashi wasn't gonna cook it. He just wanted it to warm up. So the no, the water was cold in the flask. Naze Raba. So Raba uh, criticized him. He rebuked him. Amarle Rabbi Zera. So Rabbi Zera said to Raba, he said, "Why are you so upset with him? What's the problem?" Didn't we learn later that you're allowed to take one hot pot and put it on top of the other hot pot? Uh, to keep it warm. So Amarle, so Rabbi said back to me, says a big difference. Why? He said, Hasam, over there, Upin Kamokim. Over there, you're just maintaining, you know, the, 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 the bottom pot, which is warm. The, when you put the hot pot, the, the top pot, which is also hot, you're just keeping the heat in the hot pot by putting on top of the bottom pot. But Hacha, over here, the person is essentially, you're taking a flask of cold water and putting it to the mouth of a hot pot. So you are you are adding heat to the water. And uh, you're adding heat to the water, and that's something you could call something like hatmana. Hader chazie the parish this there apum de kuba. Again, he saw him doing something interesting. He put a a head scarf onto the top of onto the top of also of a fla- of a uh, kettle of water or a flask of water. Anach not ilave, and he put also a big spoon on top of it. Uh, a big spoon on top of it, a ladle on top of it. So now, which is kind of pushing the kind of pushing the uh, cloth of the, of the uh, headscarf into the into the uh, into the water. Nazi Rabba. So again, Rabba Rabba rebuked him. Amalei Rabba Zeir. Rabba Zeir said to him, "What's the problem?" Amai. He says, "He says, what 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 what's the problem? What's he doing wrong?" So what if you put this? Oh, so what if you put if you put a piece of cloth over over a flask of water and put a spoon on top? Who cares? Amalei says to him, "Hashdu chazi." So you're going to see in one second. Lesov chazi. What did he see in the end? The kam the saw the servant after that after the after the cloth the, the, of the headscarf had gotten wet. He was squeezing it out. Now squeezing water out of a garment on Shabbos is also because of uh, of uh, malabin. It's forbidden. It's like well, it has to do with washing. Amalei, so he said to him, okay, he said, but everybody does it. Everybody puts a piece of cloth on top of a on top of a uh, of a vessel of water. Yeah, because they, they used to have they used to have to put to cover a barrel of water. They would cover it with a certain cloth, like a shmata. Amalei, so he said to him, he said, I'll tell you why. Hasam over there, which is a shmata that they're putting on top of the water, lokapidi labai. The person is not is not anxious about it. He doesn't care about it, and therefore he's never going to come to squeeze it. He doesn't care about the value of that rag. Hacha, but over here where it's a garment, it's a headscarf. Kapidi labai. He the person is not going to be better. He knows the person is going to come to squeeze it out on Shabbos. We learned below betavet etc. We learned you not allowed. They, we learned there are various things you can't use when they're wet, but when they're dry, they're okay. By minei reb ada bar maslim abaya. So he asked him. Oh, he asked him this question. He took this packing when it was dry, and he used it to insulate a pot. Good, everything was good. The question is like this: This packing usually is 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 designated to make felt, and it would normally be muktza. But what's the question? The question is like this: Since he now used it for hatmana, so he's designated for. Some 
something that he was allowed to use it for. So we have a hava amina. We can think that the that the that by using it for by using it to insulate the pot, he's now changed it from a thing that would become that was completely muksa because it was only designated for making felt, and therefore shabbos was totally muksa. But now since he's used it for this purpose of of insulating the pot, that by definition he's changed its status and turned it into a utensil. It would be mutter to move to carry it on shabbos, mutter to move it on shabbos. The answer is Mao Top Level Shabbos. So you're allowed to pick it up on Shabbos, you're allowed to move it. Why? Do we say that now the use of insulation you changed its status? Amrlay so Bai said to me, see Bibnesha Kupa shall tell you can tell me because this guy doesn't have a box of straw. He doesn't have any cheap stuff to make the insulation. Just because he got stuck and he had to use this valuable this valuable package, which is really made for felt, and he had to use it. You think that he was mafkered when he made it owner, so he doesn't care? No. Okay, it's true that he had to use it under hard pressed circumstances, he used it, but he didn't change his status. He, of course it still intends it to be for felt, and therefore the fact that he used it to insulate the pot, didn't change its status and make it not mukso. I layman messiah lace one second. Let's bring a riot for that. Maybe let's bring a proof that when you took something that was designated, let's say for something for something that's awesome, make for making it felt and was completely muksa, and you used it for mutter purpose that it doesn't become mutter. Come, I'm going to bring you a raya from uh, uh, I bring a raya from a brice that really sounds like what you said. That even though you used it for insulation, that it's not going to become mutter to carry. Why mutter to move on shabbos? Not going to become a muksa because we learned tomlin begizit semer. We're allowed to. We're allowed to uh, to insulate with with uh, sheared wool, betipit semer, wool that was made into mats. Or these long tongues of, uh, of purple wool once they're dyed. And with this packing that we said, the stuff that was usually used for felt, and you don't, and we can't carry them. So you see, so you see what? It's really much more. You used it to insulate, and still you can't, you can't, you can't metal to them. You can't use it. It seems to be illustrating exactly our point. Is that what? That even though you used it now for insulation, it didn't change its original status that it was muktzah because it was used for making felt, and therefore even if you use it for insulation, you cannot metalto them, you cannot move them. Mar says no. Imishim hot lo iri. You know, if that's the case, that's the place. It's not necessarily so. You don't have to say it. Why hachakamer? Because I could say that this is what the Bryce was really saying. Vim lo tamad behem a metalto But that he's saying what you can use these things for insulating, and if you didn't, you're not allowed to move them. But really, what? But if Afterwards, if you had insulated with them, maybe you would be allowed to move them. You'd be allowed to metal to them because they wouldn't be muktza. Maybe the status would change. So maybe it's not true. It's not. It's not necessarily proof of what we said. We must get out of here. If it's really true, the Bryce is saying what that once you use one, that 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 even if you didn't use them for insulation, that they're muktza, you can't move them. And it's not saying even afterwards. Myla member, who would need to say it? Everybody in the world knows this stuff, which is designated for making felt, is obviously muktza all the time. So why would the Bryce have to say it? The Gemara says, no, I'll tell you why. Because you would think that even though they're generally designated for making felt, but since they could also be used to lie down on them on Shabbos, that therefore they wouldn't be mukto. So therefore, regardless of insulating, it first tells, it opens up and tells you, listen, number one, they're mukta. Why? Even though you would think you could lie down on them, you can't. We don't use it for lying down, and they're really just designated for making felt. They're mukta. On the other hand, it's telling you what, but you are allowed to use these things for when they're dry. You're allowed to use them to insulate a pot. Therefore, therefore, since you would have thought that it was that you could lie down on it, it wouldn't be muksa. Can't tell you what that we don't use it for lying down, and it's muksa. So even though, even though, uh, e- even though um, uh, he answered him, even though Abai answered him, but we when we tried to prove Abai's answer, we couldn't prove it, but we still have his answer. 
Rebchizda said that if the stuffing comes out of a, a, a cushion or a pillow on Shabbos, you're allowed to stuff it back in. He says, one second. He says, I'll bring you proof it's not true. You're telling me what that stick, what's the, what's the, what's the problem? I'm afraid if I stick the stuffing, I stuck the, I stuck the stuffing into the pillow, I'm, I'm doing makabapatish. I'm making a utensil on Shabbos. That's called makabapatish, the final hammer blow. So he says, he says, he says, you're not allowed to do He says, you're allowed to do it. It's not considered a final hammer blow. I, Gemara says, one second. I'll bring you. A, I'll show you that it's not true. That it is forbidden. Didn't we learn? We learn even based on Tzavah B'Shabbos. If the if the neck of a garment is tied up, you're allowed to untie it on Shabbos when it comes back from the laundry. But let's say you have a garment and there's no neck hole and you want to rip out a piece for the to, to put your head through. That's forbidden on Shabbos. That's called makavapatish. That's called making a keli. Uh, and you're not allowed to stick the packing into a cushion, into a pillow or to a cushion on Yom Tov. And it goes without saying on Shabbos. You see clearly that while you can't put the stuffing into a pillow, it's called it's called makabapatish. It's called it's called making a keli. When I said nah, lo kasha. What Rabbi said is fine. When did the when did the Brisa tell me that I'm not allowed to? When did the Brisa tell me I'm not allowed to do it? That's talking about new ones. If it's the first time you're putting the packing in, then when you put it in. So of course, the, the first time you stuff it in, you're making a keli, you're making a pillow. Habatiki, when Rav Chista said you were allowed to stuff it back in, it's old ones. It, it was in, it came out. You're not first making a pillow. The pillow was made. The stuffing poured out. You pour it back in again. That's not called making a pillow. It's not forbidden. Tanya Namihachi, we also learned a brisa just like that. You said we, we learned einos and esamochin lo tocha kavlo tocha kesbiyomto. We don't put the packing into a pillow or into a or into a cushion on. On Yom Tov, and so Chlomar b'Shabbos, and it goes without saying we don't do it on Shabbos. Nashu, but let's say they fell out. Machzirno, so you can put them back b'Shabbos. You can put them back on Shabbos. And so Chlomar b'Yom Tov, and it goes without saying that you can put them back on Yom Tov. Amar b'Yudomerav, we learn haposeach beisatzavar b'Shabbos chayiv chatos. Learn anybody opens up the neck hole of a garment, you first rip out a hole. From the garment to, to, to make a neck hole on Shabbos is he's chayv chatas. He is obligated to bring a sacrifice from the Torah, according to the Torah. He transgressed the Torah law. Machabapatish. Maskif law, Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana attacked him and he said, He said, What's the difference between this and the lid of a barrel? Now remember, their barrels were essentially, whatever, let's say they were, they were clay, but you'd have a barrel and then you would, then you would glue a top, an, another, an, you, uh, you would glue another uh, earthenware top to the barrel and close it up. So, so and we learned, we, we, and we learned, we, we learned later that you can bring a, a, this barrel of wine, for example, and you can take a sword and cut off the top and serve it. And we don't consider opening the hole there to be making a keli. What's in doing that and opening a neck hole? If I can open a hole in the barrel by cutting off the top, and I'm not just, I'm not just taking the lid off, I can cut it below the lid, new, and I can cut off the top, so that's not considered makabapat, it's not considered making a keli. So the same thing by the, by the garment. I said, no, no comparison. There's a big difference. By the garment, since there was never a hole in it, it's all considered one one connected garment. And when you first make the hole, you're first making a new hole. When it came to the barrel, there was once upon a time a hole in it. It had a top. And you and you glued a cover on it. No matter what, it's still considered it's still already considered a keli that had a hole. And the fact that you're first now reopening it doesn't mean that for the first time you're turning into a, a keli that has an opening. It's already considered a keli that had an opening and therefore it's not considered makabapatish, not considered a, a final hammerlo of making a new keli.
Now we're going to learn some very interesting laws about chibur, about what's considered connected. Just by way of introduction, it's simple. We all we, we learned a few times. You know that a keli can't. Let's say a sheretz touches a keli, so he becomes tummy. But the keli that touches another keli, keli doesn't make another keli tummy. A keli can only a utensil can only make food and drink tummy by touching it. He can't make another keli tummy. So if a sheretz touched one keli and then the keli touched another keli, so the first keli is not going to make the second keli tummy. But what happens when the two things are connected? So we're going to talk about connections that say that if the sheretz touches one of them, by virtue of the connection, the other one that's, that, that's connected to it, not because it's touching it, because it's considered the same object, becomes tummy because it's connected, it's all one. So that's what we want to talk about. Ramile Rabbi brought the following apparent contradiction to Rabbi Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, if you have, if a person has a, a bunch of, of, sewn together what 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 happened was the laundry laundry people used to would put a light stitch between various garments to hold them all together so they shouldn't lose anything uh, when they're when they're doing the washing so if a person had these loosely loosely sewn together garments for washing or the same thing or you connected a bunch of keys on a chain or even a, or even a garment let's say of wool where the pieces were sewn together with pishtan with 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 flax which is forbidden but it was still sewn together for no matter what as far as tuma is concerned all these things are considered to be a connection that they're all considered one and therefore if a, if, a, if a tummy thing touched one of them, the other ones, by dint of being the same thing, not by, by, because, they're, because they're connected, they're sewn together, are all considered one, and therefore they all become tummy. Until the person starts to, actually does an action, to start to untie them. So not only, not only when the washer person is washing these things, even when they're finished, until the washer person starts to undo the connections between the pieces, that, that, those connections are, still make them all one thing. And the whole time, even after you wash them, if Sheretz will touch one of them, they'll all become Tameh. From the way that we said it, only when he starts to undo them, does it undo the connection. We see that what? That even when he's not doing the work, even after he's finishing washing, it's still considered a Chibor. Reminu, now I have a contradiction because we learned, we learned another mission that says, A guy took a stick and he sticks it into the hand of, to, to the head of a, to an axe head and he wants to use it what, as an axe. He just sticks it in. It's a connection for Tuma while he's doing the work, while he's actually using the axe to chop. So if a sheriff's touched the, touched the, touched the axe, and you know, usually a, a piece of straight wood can't become tummy because it has to have a base kibble, has to, has to have a hole in the receptacle. Even so... We're saying that so long as he's doing the work, that wooden axe, that wooden, wooden pole that he stuck into it, it's considered the axe itself. It's not that the axe became tummy and it makes the handle tummy. No, it's all considered part of the axe. And it becomes tummy. B'shas melacha in. When is that true? That is when he's actually doing the work. In yes, shalom b'shas melacha But when not, not. Okay, so now how come, what, what's going on? How come with the axe handle, whether he's doing, the, well, only when he was doing the work with the axe handle, considered one with the axe, but afterwards it's not. And by the, when it came to the, these strings of garments, etc., so even when the person wasn't doing the work until they start to untie it, it's still considered one unit and it all, become, all becomes tummy if any one of them becomes tummy. Amar Leishi, he said that, don't worry, no comparison. Hasam, when it came there to the axe handle, to the stick, the second he's not doing any work with it, he, he takes it and he throws it back with the other pieces of wood. It, there, it has no connection. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Once he's finished, he has no interest in the wood being part of the axe. 
Hacha, but over here when it came when it came to these, let's say to the strung together clothing, the washer person also, even when he's not actually washing, still wants them to be connected. Why? Because let's say they should become dirty before he I assume, let's say before he gives them back to the customer, he's able to just wash them again without having to reconnect them. So he wants the connection until he's completely finished with his with his uh, with his job. Even when he's not actually working, until he gives it back, he, so to speak, uh, he wants the ability to he wants the ability to rewash it. Okay, now we're going to learn a following thing. Basura master So a piece that we're about to learn, they they taught they taught it And a they taught that what we're, the, what we're about to learn in the name of Rabbi Some people say the name Rabbi, but here's what here's the piece. They they asked Who's the one who taught? Who, who, who where's the Tana that teaches us in a Mishnah that anything that's connected to the other thing has the din of that thing itself. It's not just touching, but it's like one unit, like we've been, uh, like we've been learning. And if, become, if, it, if, it, if one becomes tummy, the other one becomes tummy, just like it. So one of them taught that that that, that Rav Yudamarav said it was Rabbi Meir. It's not because we learned the following in a Mishnah. They used to have, let's say, let's say, on they would have, let's say, an oven made out of earthenware. And by the way, you remember the, the earthenware has a unique law when it comes to tuma that an earthenware, an earthenware thing that if the if a, if a, if an unclean sheretz is even forget about touching the inside of the earthenware thing, even if it's just in the airspace of the earthenware thing, the whole earthenware uh, utensil becomes tamei. So Amrav Yudam Arav we learn Let's say you had an earthenware oven, and they had these little things that they would connect to the oven. I guess they here made it made easy to do their job. They had a portable oven, and they would connect to it. Beis They would they would uh, they they would kept they would have a little a little utensil that they would connect to it that would that would hold that would warm up oil. Obesa tavlin or a little utensil on the side that would hold spices. Obesa a little a little a little receptacle on the side that they would connect to it where you could where you could uh, stick a lamp. In into it. Okay, so all those things should be Kira, all those things that are connected to the Kira, to really like, you know, to a stove. A st- I said an oven, like, a, like the Kira thing, it's like a bucket, you know, with the coals inside. Okay, all those things that are connected to it, Metamin Bemaga, they become Tome, okay, even if the if the Tuma touched the 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 kira touches earthenware kira. They but ironically, you know, it's if a share it's touched the wall. Of this kira, then the things that are, that were attached to it also become tummy. They ain't tummy babber, but they don't become tummy if something, if a sherish merely went into the airspace of that kira, of that bucket-like stove, etc., whatever we called it. Uh, the, so then, then these things that are that are attached to it don't become tummy. Divrei mayor, those are the words of mayor. But here, so we just sound what we're looking for. It's rameir is the tano holds when you connect one thing to another. It, it, it's not that it's t- it's not considered touching. It's considered one with it, and therefore, even though they're both kalim, the tuma of the tuma of the kira is for. In this, in this case, we will transfer to these to these uh, uh, utensils that are attached to it. Rabbi Shimon of Tyre, Rabbi Shimon says no. He says the attachment doesn't make it one. Okay, because each thing is on its own, and therefore, and a, and a keli touching a keli doesn't a keli that become tummy touching a keli doesn't make the keli tummy. Bishlam of Rabbi Shimon, I understand Rabbi Shimon's din. Kasavar lafke kiradami. He holds that these things that are attached are not considered to be the stove. Allah, Rabbi Allah, Rabbi Meir. But according to Meir, the, the, what he's, his opinion is self contradictory. 
because he said that if something touches the stove, they, the other the attachments become tummy. If something's in the in in the airspace of the stove, the attachments don't become tummy. Now wait a second. Either they're one thing or they're not one thing. If the attachments are considered to be just like the kira, just like the stove, but then it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter how the stove became tummy. Even if the stove became tummy by the unclean thing being in its airspace, these things should also be become tummy because they're considered at one with the stove. And if they're not like the stove, even if they would even if even if something touched the stove and made it tummy, these things shouldn't become a tummy because they should be separate kalim and they don't become tummy by touching. Where it says no. The The truth is that even according to your mayor, they're not really legally from the Torah, they're not really the Kira. The truth is that what? That it's just that the rabbis decreed that they have the same din. It's too close for comfort. The rabbis declared that these things are connected, have the same din as the stove. We they they, they were stringent. And I says, but so what? He got, that that's that still doesn't explain the contradiction. He goes, if the rabbis made a decree, I feel If they said that these things are like the stove, even rabbinically, then just like the stove is tumming by touching, by something touching it. The stove is tummy by something being in its airspace. These things should all be tummy. Why did Rabbi Mayer have two different laws? If if the rabbis made a decree, it should be the decree should make it completely like the stove. The answer is no. Abdur Rabban al Hakir. I'll tell you why. They had to make uh, they had to make do something strange. They had to make something recognizable. Why? So that people shouldn't come to mistakenly burn truma uh, um, and and or, or sacrificial matter uh, that became tummy because of this rabbinic decree. Why is that? Because you know that truma and kadashim when they're tummy we're supposed to burn them, but when they're not tummy we're not allowed to burn them. Now when something is tummy from the, from the rabbinically you're not allowed to burn it. We, we're not gonna. We're we're not going to eat it, etc. We're going to we're going to consider it tummy, but we're not allowed to burn it. So, in order for the rabbis to make it clear to me that this was only a rabbinic tuma and not a tuma from the Torah, so they made the law weird and they said it's going to get the din of it's going to get the rabbanon. It's going to get the din like the like the kira and become tummy when something touched the kira. But it, but if something was only in the airspace of the kira. They made it. They 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 made it. They there they didn't go so far and they said it's not. And that way, people by remembering the, this self contradictory law that when something touched the kira, the other things are tummy. The, that's connected to the tummy. When something went into the avir, into the airspace of the kira, they're not. That was the way everybody remembered that it's only rabbinic tuma, and they would all know not to eat this stuff that, that became tummy, but not to burn it. Tana Rabbanu, we have another very interesting uh, conundrum. My mother used to have one of these. You have a, a scissors that, that comes in two parts. You can, you can, you can connect them, you use them, and then they become, and, and, but they're made to be disconnected, the two blades. And also the blade in a plane of the carpenter, that you, you, you keep the blade in there when you're working, and, and when not, it comes out. So, so this, these things which are made to, to be disconnected, are they one utensil or not? So we learn that we, we learn the it's as far as becoming tummy, it's considered a joining, and they're one, and therefore, if a sheretz touch one blade, the other blade is tummy, okay, and and and, and uh, 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 or or if a sheretz touch the uh, touch the uh, the touch the uh, plane that the, the blade is tummy, whatever it is, vein but they're not considered a chibur when it comes to shvitzing that that uh, that. Uh, uh, 
that when you have to when you have to purify these things with the with the water of the of the ashes of the red heifer, it's not considered. And therefore, if you spritz one, it's not considered as if the other one was spritzed. Aye, if the other one was what 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 the sprit was sprinkled. Aye, so said, one second, Manavshach, make up your mind. That doesn't make any sense. Whatever whatever you say makes no sense. If you tell me what that this that the fact that these things are connected when you want to use them, it's considered a connection. The connection of the scissors or the or the blade in the plane. I feel as on that it should be a connection even for when you sprinkle the water on them. Sprinkle on one, the other one's good because because it's called a considered connection. The And if you want to tell me what that they're not a connection, I feel it too. That even when it comes to something tummy touching one, then it should also not be a connection, and the other blade or the other part of the plane should not become tummy. Make up your mind. I'm a rubber rubber says, I'll tell you what it is. The Torah, Midoraisa, according to the Torah, Bishas, Melacha, Chibur. When he's doing the work, it's considered a connection. Bain Latuma, Bain Lazo. And it's a true connection, whether for becoming Tame or whether for sprinkling. So when the time of you're actually doing the work, therefore, what if the Sheretz touched one blade, the other blade is Tame. If you sprinkled one blade, the other blade becomes becomes clean. Okay, Bishalobashas, Melacha, when it's not the time of work, Eino Chibur, it's not a connection at all. Lo Mutuba, Lo Lazo. If, if a share it's touched one blade, the other blade, the other blade is the other blade is tar. And when it's not the time of work, if you sprinkle one blade, the other blade, the other blade does not become does not become clean. It remains it remains tame. I what happened over here? But it's also this anomaly is the result of rabbinic decree. Because Rabban and the rabbis were gozer. Why Even though shalobashas malacha, it's not a connection at all. And if one if a share it's touched one blade, the other blade should be tar. Nevertheless, they said no. It's a chibur. When, it's, when they're not doing the work. Why? Because since when, it, when it's the time of doing the work, it is considered a connection. And, and, and during the time of work, if a sheretz touched one blade, the other blade would become tame, for example. Then even when it wasn't the time, uh, even when it wasn't the time of malacha, they always considered it to be, they always said it's a chibur for tuma. Even, even when really, from the Torah, it's not a chibur. But they said, since you're going to make a mistake, so therefore, just like, when the, just like in the time of work, uh, the, the, the connection is a connection for tuma. Also, also not in the time of the work, the, the connection is a connection for tumor. So they're machmir during the time of not work to make sure that even though the connection is no connection, we consider it a connection. Now, but the other way, when it comes to when it comes to the, the sprinkling, which the time of malacha is what is considered a chibur. And, but the truth is, you have to remember, that's a lenient law. That's going to be, mean if you only sprinkle one blade, the other blade is tar. So therefore, they, 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 so what they did was, they said, no, we're going to be stringent. And we're going to say that sprinkling even during the time of Malacha is not a connection. Really, it is a connection. But we're not going to be lenient. Why? Mishum has Because of the sprinkling, when it, because since when it's the time of not the time of work, the sprinkling is not a connection. I have a problem. You know what you're gonna you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna say to me, you're gonna you, you, I have to I, I have to make sure that you know that it doesn't work. Why? Because if I allow you to do the truth from the Torah and let the sprinkling during the time of work on one blade be matar the other blade, you're gonna come to make a mistake, and when it's the time of not Malacha, you're going to sprinkle on one blade and think the other blade is tar and it's not. So the answer is that they made a rule that was always machmir. By, by saying what, that it's always a chibur tumah, I'm always machmir. Obviously during the time of work it's a chibur. When it's not the time of work and really what, I should be making and say that if a sheretz touched one blade, the other blade is, it didn't become tamay. I don't. I say no, it's always a chibur. Why? Because you'll make a mistake. Since since I since the time of work I have to say that it's a chibur, then also during the time of work I say it's a chibur, I'm machmir and I say that that one blade makes the, touch it, a 
adds one blade, makes the other blade tommy, even though from the Torah it doesn't. The other way, I'm machmir by hazor. What does it mean? To, what, what, because hazor is a cooler din. If, if, if I consider for hazor, for sprinkling a connection, then sprinkling one blade automatically makes the other blade clean. Now, even though that's true, Bashas Malacha, I'm worried. Why? Because since you're low Bashas Malacha, it's not true. I'm worried that if I allow you Bashas Malacha to say that, which is true, that the sprinkling of one blade makes the other blade tahar, I'm going to say Shalom Bashas Malacha when it's not true that the same thing is. Therefore, I say all the time, when it comes to Hazor, I'm always machmir, it's never considered a Chibur. Even Bashas Malacha, when it works, I'm going to say it doesn't work. And that's, a, that's how the rabbis do it. Thank you very much. Have a great morning.